Hey there, my beautiful overachieving business mamas. Welcome to the Moxie Movement, where we're tearing down myths and propelling women like you to success, both in business and at home. I'm Sarah Greener, your guide on this journey, because I've walked this tightrope too. And together, we're here to help redefine what success looks like. Dive in for real talk, actionable steps, and a community that gets the hustle of juggling motherhood, wife life, and that entrepreneurial drive. It's time for a little Moxie. It's all very well for business coaches like me to throw around words like redefining success. What does that actually look like for you and your business? That's what we're going to dive in and talk about today because it is fundamentally something I am incredibly passionate about because I think it's such a game changer and I see time and time again with my clients, it's an absolute game changer for them and it was a game changer for me. Let's talk about what that means. Many of the success metrics we see blowing up across our social media feeds are things. They're at fast cars, big jets, and the fancy home, expensive shoes, great outfits. Now, don't get me wrong. If you like those things, go for your life. Use your money to invest and buy those things. Ultimately, for me, though, success is a life well lived. A life well lived for me and the people that matter to me. That's going to stretch from the family that's inside my house, the, the guy I chose to spend the rest of my life with, the daughter that we chose to have together, out to, I've got three sisters and, and their partners and their kids, and my mum, my dad, and then we go further afield and I've got some really tight, close friends. I've got an amazing team in both of our businesses. We have great team. And then we go further to the people that we touch with our business. What does success look like for the people that matter to me? And not only that, those people that matter to me change with the age and stage that I am in life. I need to adjust my version of success for that. There is so many rules when it comes to building a business. Everybody has got a list of things you should be doing. And just like we talked the other day about all the shoulds we should be doing around home to be a great mum and a great wife, there's a whole lot of them in business too. And again, we want to get out of that place where we're operating from a place of shame and guilt because we feel like we have to, to get to a place where we like jump up out of bed and are really excited to get started on what we're doing in our life and our business. I want you to start thinking about what would work for you. What would work for you in your business? And not only in your business, but in this age and stage that you're at in life, in this season that you're in, in this chapter that you're writing right now, what would your business look like in order to help you achieve success? We've got a few things that we use to do this. We think about where we're at. If you, I think about 25-year-old Sarah who came back fresh from overseas with her then boyfriend. Oh, have we got engaged? I think we might have even been engaged. We're not good with remembering anniversaries and stuff. In fact, the only reason we often remember our wedding anniversary is because my grand texts us and tells us, normally at the end of the day, happy anniversary. I think we were engaged. But anyway, the boyfriend I picked up in Thailand, dragged him back to New Zealand. I was in my mid-20s. He was in his mid-30s. And all we did when we started running our tourism business here in the Bay of Islands 
was business and looking after our marriage and having fun. That season of life enabled us to have a lot more time, focus and energy on the business. Now, don't get me wrong. We, we were in a business that was a lot of fun. We got to go snorkeling and kayaking and hang out with other travelers. Even though we weren't traveling ourselves anymore, we were living vicariously through their adventures. It was a lot of fun. And that season and chapter of our life was really about building this business that we still have today. We've had it now for, I want to say 16 years. And we had the time and energy to do that. And so the way that the business was built and the way that we operated back then is really different from what Sarah in her 40s and Johnny in his 50s could do today. <laughs> I would very much not like to go back to living on the boat again. It was fun for that first 12 months. At 42 nearly, it's not something I want to go and do again. For that age and stage, that chapter, that season of life, it was a lot of fun. It was a new adventure to be living on board a boat and running the business, but it wouldn't work for me now. That's a really good example of a chapter in a season of life impacting how you operate your business. Then we got into our 30s. I got into my 30s and he got into his 40s. I feel like I'm rubbing it in, but that's what I do, <laughs> that there's a decade between us, which always makes me happy to point that out. Although as I get older, I recognize that the things he moaned about 10 years ago are actually true. We got into our 30s and 40s. We decided that now was the time to have a family. Scarlett came along and things started to change a little bit. She was little and so she wasn't going to school. What days we had off was still didn't really matter. We built around that, not super deliberately back then. If I could go back and do it again, I'd do it differently because I was working a lot of hours. I was working 60 to 100 hours a week. It was well before that Christmas night when Scarlett told me that I was off the charts with what I was doing in terms of work. If I would go back and do it again, I'd really build my business around what did Scarlett need in those years before she was five and what did our marriage need before Scarlett headed off to school because that's what I want my life success to be based on is the relationships that I have and the experiences I get to have with those people. What memories do I get to create? And then now we're in our 40s and 50s and Scarlett's a little bit older and she's at school. We've been through the chapter of starting school. Now you're like, okay, I don't want to be working on the weekends and school holidays is a thing and that creates a juggle. How do we build our businesses that allow for us to be present mums when the kids start going to school. And the nine to five Monday to Friday gig was built for someone that had a wife at home, a housewife at home, someone who was doing all of that other stuff. You don't have to build your business like that. When you think about what you've got going on in your life, you can start to think about how do I lay out my business in a way that works for me. And I've got clients that are doing all sorts of different things. I've got clients that have set their business up so that they can take six months off to have maternity leave with their new baby. How cool is that? We worked together before they became a mum and they went, one of the things I really want to do is take off my maternity leave and not be interrupted. Now, because we're in our own business, you can be flexible enough to be like, okay, I can just work from home. This was my story. I'm just going to carry on working when I have Scarlett, which was really great right up until I had to process the payroll in the hospital bed while she was in the bassinet next to me. I think maybe 48 hours after having her. Not, do not recommend. This particular client was like, hey, I really want to make sure that I can have that six months to really bond and spend time. And if I 
feel like stepping into work I can but really what I want to do is just focus on being a new mum and the new dynamic in our house with my husband and our new little one. We set her business up so that could happen. The team knew where to find answers and who to ask without her because she'd been centre to all of that before we worked together. That's really about designing how do I want my business to look for me. I've got another client who's, I really want to be involved in my kids when they're at this young age. She's got two kids that are school age, they're at primary school. She's like, you know what I really want to do? I really want to build my business. I work when they work. I really want to build my business around the school terms. I was like, that's cool. You can totally do that. She is building her business so that she is in delivery mode and sales mode for her business during the school terms. Now, has she successfully done that? She's not complete in doing it, but she's made some really great traction in designing the products she creates around that. She's thinking about what time do I want to invest in this? And not only that, when do I want to invest that time? She's very deliberate about doing that in timeframes that work around the kids. I don't know about you, but school holidays, when you run your own thing, become a crazy juggle. It feels like you don't get any momentum going in that time and you're always dropping the ball somewhere or another. The concept that you might build your business around school is genius. We all work hard for eight or nine weeks and then we take two weeks off. And then we all work hard for eight or nine weeks and then we take two weeks off. Actually sounds like a pretty nice way to run a business. You could do that. You could design it any way you want. I got off track, but what I was going to say about now is that we've got to a stage where Scarlett's 11 and we feel less connected to the need for her to be in uh, school, in what would you call it, in normal education. We feel less of a requirement for that. One of the things we've been building is building our businesses to a place where we're not required to physically be in any one location. And we've been testing that out over the last couple of years. We've been going overseas and spending a month somewhere and seeing which bits of our business we need to adjust so that we can be location free. That's been something that we've been working together for, together on for a little while. We finally managed that. Last year we went off to Indonesia for a month and it went okay, it wasn't great, but it went okay. This year we headed off to Hawaii for a month in July and it was phenomenal. Um, in fact, both of the businesses did far better than the previous year without us being in one location. So that's pretty cool. And that's another way that you can start to design your life and business so that it serves the life that you want to have. You might be sitting there thinking, that sounds all well and good, Sarah, but where the hell do I start? It might feel like a really big task. If you're drowning a little bit and you're working a lot of hours and you're really in that guilty place all the time, this might feel like a long way away. What I do want to say to you is you don't have to do it all at once. Just make a small change day by day, piece by piece for what works for you. Now, if working in the evening works for you, do that. If working on the weekends works for you, do that. There are no rules. The flip side of the fact that there are no rules and you can do anything you want means that you're like, how do I decide then, Sarah? That just feels way too big and way too hard. Here's how we're going to do it. If you want to think about how do you redefine success for you, let's have a look at what is important to you. What are the three to five things that matter most to you? They might be relationships. They might be experiences that you want to do. They might be community groups that you give back to. 
One of them's probably your business. <laughs> but what are the things that matter most to you? Figure that out first. And then sit down and do some thinking around what do I want each of those areas of my life to look like 10 years from now? Now, if you're younger than me, you might go, 10 years, it's a long way, Sarah. I have a client, she's about a decade younger than me. And when I asked her the first time to think in 10-year blocks, she said she cried. <laughs> she cried a lot. She was like, just like 10 years is too far. And I'm like, if you just think about where you want to be 12 months from now, you'll jam too much in and then you'll feel let down by yourself because you didn't get it done. And it's not a long enough period for us to think about meaningful change. So think 10 years. Game changer in her life was having a child because I don't know about you, but it becomes easy to picture things once you have children because you can go, okay, when my child is 10 years old, if they're just a baby now, what do I want my life to look like? What do I want my relationship with them to look like? What sort of parenting do I want to be able to do? Do I want to be the mum that can go on school camp? Do I want to be the mum that's there when they get home from school so that you can make them afternoon tea? Or maybe you're the mum like me who makes them eat what they didn't eat for lunch. Whatever, whatever works for you. If your kids are three, what do you want your relationship to look like when they're 13? If your kids are 12 and 13, what sort of relationship do you want to have with them when they're 20 and 23? Potentially when they've left home. What sort of relationship do you want to have? And so it becomes a little easier when you can think like that. If you don't have kids and you're listening to this, you are totally welcome to be here too. The way that I think about this one, if I don't have kids as that kind of barometer of how long 10 years is, think about you 10 years ago. So I would go Sarah when she was 31, at, right through to Sarah when she was 41, what's everything that I've achieved in that time? What are all the things I've done? What are all the places I've gone? What are all the things I've done in my business? What are all the team members I've had? And I write all of that down. And that gives me a bit of context for just how much you can achieve in 10 years. What do you want it to look like 10 years from now? And once you know that, then you can come back to today and go, okay, based on that vision of how I want my business to be and my life to be 10 years from now, what are the things I need to start changing and tweaking and doing today? You don't have to do a whole lot. Just find one thing. Maybe it's something you need to stop doing. Maybe it's something you need to start doing. And maybe it's something you need to tweak. But you really want to be thinking about what do I want it to look like long term? Because I can start building my business today to make that happen. The client that took that time off to go and have her baby, she started working on that 12 months before the baby arrived. Before she even knew she was pregnant, we'd started working on that project. The client that decided she only wanted to work school hours, she started working on that before she even had a baby. The client that is working on the school holiday and just in the school term stuff. She started working on that earlier this year. And I imagine by the time we get to the end of 2024, she will have made that a reality. You'll be amazed how quickly redefining success for you impacts what you do in your life and your business. Because your business will flow with way more ease when it's serving what you want when it's serving what you need out of life, rather than trying to conform to the list of shoulds that someone else gives to you. And so when I say let's shatter the limits, that's what I'm talking about. I'm saying let's look at all the things society have decided is the way things should work, and let's throw that shit out the window 
and redefine it on our terms, not collectively, just for you as an individual. Because when you define what great looks like for you and you start moving towards it, magical things happen. It all starts to come together. Not because you had a fairy godmother or you swallowed a magic tablet, but because you defined what you wanted and then you started taking small steps to get to it. Thanks for coming along on this ride today and I look forward to catching you on the next episode for another conversation about how we are becoming the glorious exceptions to those statistics and creating legacies that our loved ones and the people that matter to us will talk about and be impacted by for years and years to come.